Hello everyone and welcome to my podcast, Breadcrumbs. Uh, this is your host, Ashley, aka Ash Kitten, aka The Game Changer. Alrighty guys, so how are you guys doing? It's rhetorical because I can't hear you, but I want you guys to feel like we're hanging out, we're chilling, and we're, you know, close because I feel like you are close to me having listened to so much of my life. You do have a very closeness to me have in knowing that much about me, you know, and like, I don't know each and every one of you personally. I know some of you personally, but I feel close to those who I know personally, you know, and, um, and I really enjoy your feedback when I get it. Um, so we are going to talk about something. Hold on. Let me get some of this Mountain Dew. I feel like it's giving me mental energy right now, the Mountain Dew, because I have no physical energy. I just came up a freaking flight of stairs, and I'm so exhausted, but we're going to get through this. Um, so we're going to talk about generational curses. What is a generational curse, you ask? Well, a generational curse is brought on by when you're someone in your lineage, someone in your familial bloodline did things to receive the curse, such as mess with, and I'm a Christian, so this is the belief system, but um, again, I'm not like downing any other beliefs or anything, like don't be offended by this, but in my belief, a generational curse, what the Bible says is when someone in your lineage has done something against God um, and defiled the religion, like Christianity itself, um, such as like messing with witchcraft, um, meddling with spirits, things like that, um, involving false idols, things like that. So um, some of like a lot of the time more severe stuff like uh not just like things like I mean I would guess like seances and stuff like that probably you know too but I think that the generational curses uh specifically target people who did really evil things in the lineage and I have a lineage of a, like, I don't know some of my lineage. Like, my mother was in a children's home from the time she was a baby all the way till she was 18 and she aged out of system. So, first of all, it's, like, pretty evil that someone did that to her. <laughs> to me, anyways. I mean, she, she knew some things about her mother and they were not good things. Um, and who knows, like, her mother could have been involved in human trafficking. Who knows? But some her father was not a good person. So, like, um, from what I know, like, she has very limited memory of being an infant because some of the trauma, some trauma happened when she was an infant. And she still remembers it. And, and you're able to recall memories as in infancy. Your, your brain is actually processing from the time that you're in the womb. So you can remember things, especially traumatic things. Like your trauma is stored um, in your brain. And the reason it is is because 
it's a survival thing. Your body is storing trauma so that way in processing it so that way it can recognize uh, future threats and keep you alive because that is the entire your human body's um, job is to stay alive. Although from the time that you're in the womb, you're actually dying. <laughs> like with a timeline, you know, but still. Um, but from any other outside source, your body is trying to keep your, you alive. So trauma can be can happen in infancy and be stored. And she has memories of like very, very young age before she was put in the children's home um, of trauma with him. So we can definitely assume that there's evil on that side of the family. On my dad's side of the family, um, it's Czechoslovakian. So I don't know what their traditions and beliefs um, pertain to. But I think um, there is some like stuff messing with like clairvoyance and stuff in in on that side of the family so i think it's safe to say that my family probably did some things that they shouldn't have um on in the family lineage and that there was a generational curse now up until a certain point i believed you make your own luck you, you know, like every, everything that you do, um, you put good out there, good comes back. No matter how much good I was putting out, no matter how much like positivity I was spreading out into the world, negativity just kept coming back to me. I wasn't receiving much positivity. However, I would cling to all the positivity that I could. Like if any positivity came to me, I would just be like, yes, this is like amazing and I know I appreciated everything that happened to me, even the bad, because I feel like it made me who I am. But even people who were not even religious, you know, would be like, Ashley, I think you're cursed. I mean, people were questioning their own beliefs, like the fact that like there has to be something because this is beyond like a, a physical thing. There's, there's no way that this is a coincidence that bad things happen to you in this way it's just insane there's so many things and it was daily like I, I got into a car accident being sued I'm being sued currently but it just all of the things that um you know were happening were just like one after the other and I think it was meant from the enemy again my belief system but I believe that it was meant as like the enemy of my soul to take me out because the more things that happened the more I was like I don't want to be here anymore I don't want to live anymore and uh that's a really scary thing because um my kids would be without a mother and they're already without a father like how you know how would they go on without a mother they would end up in foster care and it would be a repeat cycle of what my mother went through and like that's what a generational curse's purpose is is to repeat cycles so um you know i'm the one that i need to be responsible and break this curse so i had to acknowledge that it was even a curse because i mean <laughs> it was just so obvious at some point where i was just like okay somebody's messing with me i felt like job like, it just happened, and, like, for those who don't know, Job in the Bible, like, everything bad started happening to him, and then he got, like, boils on his body, and, like, I literally had a boil on my body, but, like, like it, it's just, 
those things. Okay, so many things. Like I have a skin picking disorder called dermatillomania, also called excoriation disorder. Um, there, There's just so many, like so many things that were happening, but my, I would tear apart my face and that was due to the stress of all the things that were happening um, simultaneously in my life. Like it was just, as soon as I'd get one good thing happen to me, like another bad thing would happen. I'd get two steps ahead fighting so hard just to get those two steps ahead. And then I'd get knocked eight steps back. And it's like, whoa, this is, I didn't even make any progress. I got scooted back. Like this is hard. This life is so hard. And I had to recognize that there's something spiritual going on. And I, and I was in prayer all the time. So it's not that I wasn't like, I mean, I have a very close relationship with my creator and I, I, um, wasn't doing anything to invite anything into my life. Um, and currently I was, you know, like close to God and I just couldn't believe that like, no matter what, I wasn't getting that breakthrough and everything bad was happening. And I just kept telling myself like, there's light at the end of the tunnel. But then every time I would look for a light, it would flicker out and die. And I'm like, really? Like everything? I mean, I was going to be evicted from my apartment. Um, just, just a slew of things. Okay. And financially, that was one too, that were like financially just kept falling under and under and under and under and under to the point where I couldn't breathe. Um, and I don't have any credit cards, thank God, but I'm like, I just, I was going to be evicted from my apartment. Things were going to be like, lights were going to be shut off. It was just getting to a point where I was just like, what is the purpose in living? You know, and as you guys know, I'm a very positive person. Like I find purpose in the minute, most small things. Like I can find hope in the darkness, but when there is pitch darkness and you can't, like, you can't even see your hand in front of your face that's when you know you start losing hope it's like something you know there's nothing there's literally nothing to grab onto so I acknowledged that there was a curse I was gonna do this whole book I was gonna read the whole book it's called blessings or Cur blessings or curses by Derek Prince and I was going to get to the point where I was gonna break the curse bad things just kept happening and I was like skeptical of it first it was like oh, I don't know if it's generational curse but I was back and forth on it and then some really bad things started happening I was gonna be evicted it just kept getting closer and closer to the wire and then I got really depressed to where I was thinking of things not good things and just got to a point where I was like I'm just gonna skip ahead in this book all the way to the prayer like, the book is probably just explaining through different people's lives, and I really don't need that right now. I need a solution. So I opened it up to, like, I think it's, like, three quarters of the way through, flipped through, found the prayer, and I said the prayer with full conviction. Before I did, I noticed something. Every time I pray and I want, like, response or I want something to happen, I pray before I pray, I ask 
God, like, for forgiveness of any sins that, like, bring to mind any sins that I have not forgiven. Just because I have the personal belief that that sin is going to block my prayer from, you know, being fulfilled. Like, that's a reason that the enemy can be like, oh, look, don't, don't listen to that prayer. She's got sin on the record, you know. And if all I have to do is ask for forgiveness to clear that, that I just want to come to God with, like, a clear slate. So I do that. Um, and it helped, like, to me, I feel like it makes a difference. Like, I, I just, I do. And maybe it's just because I feel that way and I feel better about going before God or I don't know, but it feels like it cleans my spirit. And I prayed the prayer and good things started happening. And all the bad things are starting to, like, subside. Um, my car is running. I, um, am getting answers. My doctors called me to set up an appointment, which is rare because I was trying so hard for months and months and months and months to set up an appointment. And I mean, I was going in brick wall, brick wall after brick wall. You should not have that many issues trying to set up a doctor's appointment. My primary called me and was like, you have, you should be uh, scheduling an appointment soon. And I'm like, uh, I've been trying and they're like, oh, sorry, due to COVID, sometimes, like, you know, messages fall through the cracks or whatever, blah, blah, Everything's blamed on COVID, but whatever. Um, so they called me, made an appointment immediately. I already saw the primary. That's how fast it happened. Then they were like, oh, well, um, you were in the hospital for this and da, da, da. Let's get your iron levels up. Let's, like, they were working on, like, on this thing. Like, it's a real problem now because I guess because they found lesions on my spine but now they're like actively like trying to find out what's wrong with me so it was just really neat to see like the difference in the world around me really and and how things are actually happening to to the better and normally like it would be for the worse. Like I would, ha the doctor would have something negative to say, like, oh, sorry, we can't help you, blah, blah, you know, like it would just, I don't know, or like, sorry, the doctor needs to reschedule because they're not here. It's just like so many things would just, I would get my hopes up for something and then it would just get crashed, you know, and then bad, just really bad things like the, oh no, bad things would happen constantly, like flat tires, rips in my clothes, like I just falling like anything just it was just tons of things uh car accident like everything financial struggles it's just crazy and every time that I was like okay what do I need to advance myself I need to do this I need to book an appointment with this I couldn't get an appointment I couldn't and um they were calling me it was just crazy and then they updated my referrals no problem sent over a referral to my hematologist no problem what Last time, it, and I think I vented about this, it took like three months and every day I was calling like, hey, have you sent my referral? And they're like, oh, it'll be done by the end of the day. And then I'd call again and like, have you sent my referral? Oh, it'll be done by the end of the day. It'll be done by the end of the week. It'll be done by Monday. And it was just like, guys, just freaking send my referral. How hard is that? Uh, it took three months. This time it was like immediate. It was like just done. And I was like, uh, and they were, they called me and they're like, Hey, we need to set up an appointment for you. And I'm like, what? With the hematologist. What? 
And it's the same doctor that you saw in 2015. So they already already have your records and you're going to be uh, starting where you left off, which is going back to doing the iron infusions. What? Are you serious? I don't have to start over? This is, what? That doctor covers my, is covered by my insurance? Oh my God, what? So that doctor just started accepting my insurance and like, oh my God, uh, what? This is so great. So that is just, it's just like all these really, like before it was like, what? You can't be serious. This bad thing happened. What? You can't be serious. Another bad thing happened. What? Another bad thing. What? Another bad thing. And now it's like, what? A good thing? I cannot contain my excitement. It's so awesome. And it was, it's just good things, like really good things. And the one not like winning the lottery or something like that. But this prayer made a difference. I'm telling you, like in the world around me and how good things are happening. So I have an appointment with the hematologist this week, this week, right? Right? Um, and then next month I have an appointment with the neurologist. What? Yes. Yes, sir. With the neurologist. So... I'm going to be figuring out what's wrong with me. I'm pretty sure that part of the curse was keeping me in the darkness about what's wrong with me and keeping me like always tired and like all that stuff. I mean, no, I don't feel better after breaking the curse, but um, I do feel like something has changed in the atmosphere, okay? Like it, it is a good feeling. And I don't feel that oppression anymore. I felt oppressed. And some would argue that maybe it's just a mental thing. But I I would even, I doubt that because I was against the idea of it being a curse in the first place. Like I was so positive and I was like, no, you make your own luck. Like I will be positive. I'm going to keep pushing through. As you guys know, I was holding on to like the tiniest flicker of hope in the darkest darkness. And still pushing through and I wouldn't I didn't want to recognize that it was a curse because it was like I just don't I didn't believe in those things it was just like ah, this is just no way the more I did research on it I was like no this is exactly this is exactly what is wrong and I need to address this because what's the worst that could happen I did a prayer with full conviction and full belief that it exists and that I'm breaking the curse and the worst thing that could happen is that it's not a curse so nothing happened. Nothing different happened. My life just goes on as normal. Um, but something did happen. Something miraculous happened. And it's that uh, feeling of oppression left me. I feel like now, no matter, like before, I felt like I was um, pushing, uh, like, okay, I had weights on me, like physical weights. And you know, when you walk with weights, how trying and hard that is. But I was having to like walls being put in front of me and I was having to climb walls with weights and sometimes it'd just be too much. But now like the weights are lifted and the walls are gone. So I'm able to like navigate things with clear like no obstacles. Of course like normal obstacles but not these things just bombarding me all the time you know. And so I'm um I'm going to get answers soon, like real ones. And I have to wait for, for freaking ever for these answers. And it just, it's like a difference, you know, like a real true difference. Um, let's see what else. I mean, that's like the most 
crucial and important thing. But um, since I said the curse, like, I mean, since I broke the curse, since I said the curse, since I broke the curse, um, just an overall feeling of oppression has left me. I felt all the time like something was just weighted down on me and my only option was to like leave this world because it just felt that way. And now I'm like, oh, there's definite hope. Like I'm going to be going to the doctor and they're going to be figuring me out and they're concentrating on this. Like I'm not going to have to explain myself to the hematologist because they've already got my records. They even got the records from the hospital from when I got admitted. I mean, on top of that, I was able to get an agency that I had tried before breaking the curse to um, help me with rent. Before breaking the curse, they wouldn't help me. And I, like, would get people on the phone that were just so rude. And, like, I talked to one person and they're like, sorry, we can't help you. You didn't lose your job because of COVID. I'm like, no, I lost it because of a traumatic situation that happened to my daughter. And I didn't lose my job. I was at a job. Well, I, it, like, literally, I was at a job and then I had to, like, move, take care of five kids and figure out a living situation without being able to work. It just, it was just, like, a lot. So that, you know, that, and then on top of my health, I, I wasn't able, like, that's how everything just really started snowballing because I can take care of myself by myself. And my youngest is so freaking easy to take care of that it wasn't like that big of an issue. But when it came, when it comes to taking care of five, it just became a lot. So that, that's my situation. And they're looking at me like, uh, just be a mom and get a job and do this for your kids, you know? And they didn't have any sympathy whatsoever. And I'm like trying to tell people, I can't, I'm tired and exhausted. And they're like, oh, you don't think I'm exhausted? And not discounting people who work and who are tired from working, but there's something when you're exhausted, tired, and you haven't done anything, there's something wrong, like, with your body. Um, I get some people, like, who have depression and stuff can feel that way, too, but, but it's, like, um, I knew, I know I'm not depressed, right? It was leading to depression, of course, like, the suicidal ideations and stuff, um, it was definitely heading there because I, you know, like, I didn't have any hope because my health was, is, and still is, um, very debilitating, but it was secondary. I'm sorry, I'm eating, like, um, a cake right now, so that's what it sounds like I'm eating because I am eating. I'm a little piggy, um, but overall, I've noticed such a difference, Um. I think that it's worth trying if you really think that something is plaguing you and it seems like everything is against you. And there are different types of curses as I was reading. Like there's um, people who are clumsy and who fall all the time. And that is one of the generational curses. Like the clumsiness and stuff because it's like 
something is trying to take you out, like get you hurt bad. So there was, um, instance in the book, cause I did read some of it where a girl just like kept breaking her leg and then before it would heal, she'd break it again. Same leg, still be super careful, but some weird freak thing would happen and would break her leg or hurt her or injure her again and it would never heal. So, um, the guy who wrote the book was like, I sense a generational curse. And he, instead of did the prayer for healing, he did the prayer for breaking the curse. And she was able, it healed, and she was able to fully heal her leg and get it back to normal and then not break it again. And it was happening, like, in succession. Like, I think it was, like, the sixth sixth time. And he was like, no, this is definitely... This is definitely a curse. So, I don't know. Like, what you think about curses, um, stuff, like, I get that it sounds far-fetched and stuff. And I, trust me, like, I was there skeptically myself. But when I saw the difference and saw it change everything in my whole life, I am now a believer and understand that that is something in the spiritual realm that is a weapon against us and all it takes is just saying a prayer to break it but recognizing it and calling it out and that's the most important thing because when you can when you call it out it has to leave um it ha- like it has to be done it has to get out of your life so that's what I did and it did and I really like it's it's intense. Like, it's amazing, really. It really, it makes no sense, but at the same time, it makes all the sense in the world. And I'm just really happy that I did it because it was just in time, too. But I'm like, now I can kind of relax because I'm getting, I, I mean, I was so overwhelmed. I thought, like, I have to get up and do something. Like, I have to get up and get a job, and I don't have the mental energy f- or physical energy, more physical than anything, because I had the mental capacity to push through anything, but the the physical energy to work, but I was still, I went, I went to a freaking job interview to be, like, a home health aide, um, which, like, would have taken all the energy that I have to do, and, um, it's like, I was just at the end and then I say this prayer and I'm able to relax because everything just kind of settled itself. This person calls me and is like, hey, um, I'm your assigned caseworker and we're going to get like your rent and utilities paid and stuff. And I'm like, what? What? This is real life? Like, I didn't have to chase you down and, like, keep on and keep on and keep on. In one day, I had, like, all these other times I've gotten assistance or something. It was so hard to get. I would, it would always be like, oh, well, you don't qualify because of this, some small little thing or whatever. And then, um, or it would be, like, taking forever because caseworker would be, like, so slow at getting information or giving information or sending information um, you know, or they would lose my copy of my birth certificate or something. Like, I didn't get that. Or you didn't get your email. It was just so hard. 
I felt like I was running against the wind every day, no matter what I did. And then now I'm like, it's a breeze. It's so easy right now. Like I feel like that oppression is gone and that I'm not running against the wind. Of course I have to work. I have to like work toward a solution and if everything didn't resolve itself 100%, like I'm going to have to figure out a way to get income and I'm going to have to figure all these things out. But it's like I was... I was, and I was being taken care of still, like there was a hedge of protection around me still, even though all these bad things would happen, which I believe is my faith that was like protecting me from like certain death. Um, but it was just getting bad and worse and worse and worse and worse. And, um, you know, I would still cling to the good stuff and, you know, cling to the positive, but I mean, you just cannot deny how many bad things were happening to me. People I knew like, the people who I knew who didn't know me personally, like, even, like, some people who I've, um, like, are followers of the podcast and have reached out to me and stuff on email and stuff like that or have listened to me on other, um, platforms are, like, there's no way all of these things are happening to you. Like, you must be using this to try to get money. And I'm, like, one, I don't have any way of anybody giving me money. Uh, right now I don't have anything open like that's receiving money so I don't know what you're talking about and two um who can make this stuff up like my day every day was just like fighting against the wind like and I still was staying positive you know as you guys know because you guys have been with me through this journey and you could tell like there were just so many things that are unnaturally happening at such an exponential rate there's no way. It was like target. I was a target for something spiritual that was just insane. Then I lift this curse and I'm getting called to make, like, they're making doctor's appointments with me. And my caseworker, I didn't even know I had a caseworker. Like, hi, I'm your caseworker and we're going to get this paid. And I'm like, uh, you're the, comp- you're the agency that rejected me. But I'm not going to look a gift horse in the mouth either. I'm going to be like, yes. But they, I called them before the curse was broken. And I had gotten the lady who was like, I'm sorry. You don't qualify because you didn't lose your job because of COVID. Like, I was getting that answer from so many different people. Um, the moratorium was going to be over. The day after the curse was lifted, the moratorium gets extended to June 30th. What? What? It's, it's crazy. And I was like doing everything, everything possible to figure this out. I was like fighting so hard and now it's just easy. I can relax. I can actually lay in bed, wait till my doctor's appointment, get on it, like figuring out testing and treatment and stuff like that. Treatment for my anemia and, um, you know, symptoms. And then also getting testing to find out what else is wrong with me and why I have lesions on my spine. And I have somebody helping me with the rent and utilities during this time. What? Is this serious? Is this real? Is this real? This is really happening. This is happening to me. Good things are happening to me. It's because I lifted a generational curse. It's amazing. In the Bible, generational curse, um, 
like you can read about it in multiple different places but um it's when you like bring the might of god down on you like the wrath of god down on you and your family like your children's children have been affected by it when you are messing with like false idols and i don't know how it works exactly like it may not even be the anger of god it just may be like you opened up a door for something to travel through your bloodline i mean i don't know i really don't know but i just know that however it happens it happened because i lifted it and i feel like a different person it it's pretty incredible and I'm going to talk about it on stereo in just a little bit. Um, but if you have any questions about it, or if you know more about it, definitely talk to me. Um, and I'm on stereo, S-T-E-R-E-O. It's an app called, and my uh, name on there is The Game Changer. And you can go on there on my shows and talk to me and ask questions and... I definitely would love to talk to you about anything that you want to talk about um, that's appropriate. And I am, um, I'm just so happy that I figured it out. Like it was something that I'd been trying for so long to figure out. And I was like, how did all these things just keep happening to me? I'm sorry. I keep, like, I do keep repeating myself, but it's just so, it's like one of those things like so shocking you want to just keep saying it over and over to make like sure that it's real, you know, but it is like, I can rest. I can go to sleep right now and not have to worry financially. I don't have to worry. Like I have doctor's appointments coming up, so I don't even have to worry. Cause I was, when I didn't have doctor's appointments coming up, I was worrying all the time cause I was stagnant and I don't like to sit stagnant. Like I like to be on a course. I, I hate being stagnant. So I couldn't even like relax because I'm just like, oh, I need to call someone, like make a doctor's appointment. But then I just kept hitting brick walls and brick walls and then I'd get overwhelmed and exhausted and sleep, but wouldn't, wasn't good sleep. I haven't had good sleep, but that's, you know, I don't think that's part of the curse. I think that's part of whatever's physically wrong with me. And, um, you know, I think the physical stuff is going to get dealt with soon because now I have a team of doctors that are doing and I did get like tested for MS and I did get tested for tumors and those came out negative so I'm just I'm just you know very thankful that um I have some answers and we're gonna find the real answers like what is actually wrong with me and go from there um but if you think you have a generational curse Find the book, Blessings or Curses, by Derek Prince. Read it. If you don't have time to read it because just bad things keep happening to you, like you feel like you're in a video game and someone is just like attacking, like you just keep, don't have a second. Like you're just, this. there's just no way this is reality. Then just skip to that part and read the prayer with full conviction, with your heart in it, with uh, a clean slate, I feel like a clean slate under God and just like pour your heart out in that prayer and you can ad lib to it, but make sure you say the most important things that are in there that you recognize that it's a curse that you, um, you know, are, are calling it out and, um, 
I read it verbatim and then I added to it because I feel like I didn't want to mess this up. Like, I want this to really work. And it did, so I did something right. And, um, I just, I hope that that helped someone. I hope that helped anybody who's listening to this that has gone through that. Like, if bad things just keep happening to you, consider it. Consider it. I know it sounds crazy. It sounded crazy to me. It does sound crazy. Everyone who's hearing this might consider me a little bit batty now, but I don't care. I really don't care what you think, if you think that, because it changed my life. And it could be a situation where it's like a placebo, like a mental placebo. But whatever it is, it worked. And if if it worked, then it worked. I've tried everything, you know. I've even tried willing my life to be better. Like, it, it, today is going to be a good day. And it just would always end up crappy. And I would still keep calling it a good day. Like, I'm like, it doesn't even matter that all these bad things happened today because today was still a good day. I was focusing on positivity. I was doing all the things right. I know that I was. And, and perfecting it, you know, and still bad things would happen. And I'm not saying bad things aren't going to happen. Of course, bad things are going to happen. I didn't stop bad things from happening for the rest of my life, but I stopped whatever was attacking me with no remorse, um, and no like let up. Um, and, and I feel like that just made all the difference in the world. So if, you know, that is happening to you, consider it, think about it, do the prayer. If you, um, you could probably find the prayer online if you can't order the book, but it's right on Amazon. It's very cheap, like 15 bucks. And I just, like, I can't even tell you like how invaluable, that book like is to me like it's priceless because um did I say invaluable how valuable invaluable does that mean the same thing as priceless I need to check that out anyway how priceless that book is to me um because it changed my life so $15 was nothing I bought it on even on an app so I just look at it on kindle um and to me, $15 was a lot because I didn't even have any money, but I was able to get $15 and I was able to buy the book and it changed things. So just, I don't know, consider it, think about it. Um, there's also, there's also the generational curse of infertility. This is like kind of a, you know, really um, shaky subject, like, cause I, I know that there's like medical reasons and like stuff like that, but the book does talk about infertility being a generational curse. And, you know, if you've tried all kinds of things and nothing's working, why not try, try and see if it's a curse, like break the curse, you know, and then see if that works. If it doesn't, you didn't spend thousands of dollars. You just bought $15 book and read a prayer you know, so it's like worth trying at least on anybody, on, on anyone who feels like they've been cursed with something. You could be cursed financially, cursed like where you feel like you can never get out of a hole and for some reason money just keeps draining and like bad things just keep happening. Like you get a flat tire and that costs money, but then like while you're in there, they're like, oh, your engine's about to blow and you got to pay this much money. And you're like, what? 
Like, that doesn't make any sense. And then as soon as you pay that off, something else happens. Like, your money just keeps disappearing un out of, without of your control. And, um, you know, and then there's, like, curses, or like, the clumsiness. And there's curses of suicide where um, lots of people within one family commit suicide or homicide or are addicted to drugs. I mean, I feel like... These are all generational curses if they follow the generations, if they continue generation to generation. Consider it being something that has popped up in your bloodline that you, you, you have the power to get rid of, you know? So, um, it's, it's pretty interesting. I'm still, like, still researching it because there's a lot to look at and research on, but I'm pretty sure that, uh fixed mine and I still want to research it because I want to help other people and whatever I can do and I don't even know like I don't know it I don't think I don't know I don't think it can come back but uh, sorry guys I'm getting tired but um I just wanted to share all of that with you guys and hope that it helps you in some way and now that you guys think that I'm back crazy <laughs> it's okay um I love you all thank you guys for being on with me being with me on seeing my words start getting mixed up when I get super tired <laughs> um being with me on this journey and continue on with me during this journey and just thank you guys so much for everything and I will continue posting and updating you guys. Hopefully, um, you guys continue listening. And again, I'm on Stereo, the Stereo app as the game changer. And I'm starting to change my social medias to the game changer. Um, just because even though I loved my name, Ash Kitten, um, it was as original as it was and I enjoyed the name it was picking up some people attention from people that I wasn't comfortable with certain types of attention so I changed it to something that also means a lot to me um because I'm going to change the game that is my goal as the game changer I'm going to change things um for the better whatever they are status quo i'm going to change things i'm going to get people to recognize generational curses and break them i am going to get people out of abusive relationships and get them feeling independent about themselves so they can continue going on and um, being successful in life and i'm going to continue being who i am um and inspire people to be their original self. I'm just going to change the game. I'm going to flip the script, change the game, make the world a better place, spread love, light, and positivity, and all that good stuff. And, um, and, and at that point where now I'm getting super tired. So I think that was a pretty good session. Pretty good episode. We talked about a lot of stuff. Um, 
and I still have to go on stereo right now, so, um, yeah, I'm gonna do that probably for a little while before I take a nap, but, um, thank you guys so much for everything that you do, and every single one of you means the world to me, um, yeah, so I'll see you on the next episode. I'm going to be starting, and I know I keep saying this, and I'm not talking about YouTube. I am going to start YouTube, too. And I know I keep saying that, too. I'm not procrastinating, I promise. It's just my health I'm trying to get under control before I can move to a platform that takes more physical energy than laying down and being able to podcast. Because that is one of the great things about being able to podcast is if as long as you got the right setup, you could just lay down and do your podcast. And that's what I'm doing. So, <laughs> um, as well as stereo, like that's also why I love stereo. But when I get more physical energy, the physical energy, cause I have mental energy coming out the booty, but the, uh, and emotional energy coming out the booty. But when I get physical energy coming out the booty. I'm going to be doing a YouTube for sure. And I have the equipment, sort of, almost, almost all of it. Um, so by then I will, and I will be like showing my face more. So you guys will be one-on-one -on -one face to face with me. Um, if you follow me on my YouTube, but right now it's just podcasting and this stuff that I do. I do TikToks too, but that's different than like full, like 15 seconds versus 10 minutes or now like 45 minutes, you know, things like that. Um, and the physical energy involved. So you guys do what you do. Keep being you. And I will see you on the next episode. And, oh, yeah, what I was going to say is I got so sidetracked off of just one little thing, but um, I'm going to be starting a series on narcissism, and it's going to be going through all the aspects of it so we can really get, like, delve in and get a really good, solid idea and understanding of narcissism in every way, shape, and form. And we can talk about it, and we can get, um, education out there and get it to where the narcissists don't stand a chance because we are educated enough to stop them in their tracks. And thank you guys so much again. I thank you guys for everything, every time, but I just want to keep thanking you because you're the reason that I do this. And so, yeah, I will see you on the next episode. Spread love, light, and positivity everywhere you go. Bye!